Nobody else saw the countdown on the screen? I saw I saw six. I didn't see 170, brother. Oh, mine said 176. Bro, you need to go get your glasses. Like. <laughs> no, no, I'm, serious. I'm serious. Mine said 176. Hey, bro, please. This brother here countdown going crazy. Bro, please, please schedule your eye appointment tomorrow. <laughs> I do not want you driving like that. <laughs> My goodness. <laughs> Do not want you in traffic thinking like that, brother. <laughs> it, it is two lanes, not eight. <laughs> like, like, please don't go out there like that. Oh, oh my goodness. Man. Four. 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 Audacity. All right, we good. Conley, you good? Yeah. Wait. Oh, now he. Damn. Wait, hold up. We gotta check. Wait, check, are we, check. We just gotta. We just doing mental health. Like, there's no like outline and stuff. I mean, nah, I ain't made no outline. We about to win this. Yeah, we surely didn't make no outline. Ain't made not no kind of outline. Check. Mike. Check. Everybody. Check. Yes, um, I'm blind. Freestyle. Colin got a solar eclipse. John got blurry. The Lord is coming back. Blurry video and Tarot look pretty clear. Stop it. Tarot does not look clear. I look pretty clear. That brother. He looks clear on mine. My jump pixelated. Y'all look clear on mine. You pixelated, Tarot, on mine. Everybody else look clear. First, so hold, on, John, of course, hold on, John. First of all, John, of course, yours look. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, like, buddy, 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 just look like when they used to give you the little the drunk goggles when they had you on the, the little driving stuff. <laughs> oh, like, brother, yo, John, John, look John, heavy. John, like, you don't get out of here. Like, John, John, like, he nigga... his, John, like he sent his picture in invisible ink. You got to swipe it to clear it up. <laughs> stop it. <laughs> this nigga Tarot looks about to take my order back at McDonald's again. Please stop. <laughs> Like, I don't. I do not want a big man. <laughs> but he got on the backwards hat and the black shirt. I know. I know you got the name tag right under that. Dude. Stop it, please. Yo, hey, Tarot, hey, that's really how you used to be though. For real. Speaking of Tarot, I know. Did you? Did you? Did you fix what you messed up today? <laughs> no, oh, man. That's what he got. That's listen. why he got the outfit on. He listen. got fired. Had to work at McDonald's. Listen, listen. My Microsoft Teams are you going, know, is going through some updates. All the niggas think it was cool the way they hats backwards too. Back in, we all did. in the kitchen thought it was cool the way they hats backwards. We did. Yeah. We did. We did. <laughs> I was I was definitely on the ground. back in 2013 again. Crabby <laughs> Patty secret formula head ass. Job funny man. <laughs> <laughs> and he gonna tell this man Colin he cannot have a kids meal. <laughs> <laughs> He gonna tell Colin, I'm sorry, sir. The bun is mandatory. <laughs> okay. Hey. hey. This man that- Colin gonna be asking him to take a, can you please take off the sesame seeds and save my 22 cents? <laughs> <laughs> yeah, that is funny. <laughs> hey, 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 man, listen. Humble beginnings. McDonald's lit, though. We was definitely living, McDonald's. 
Okay. Yeah, can't relate. Um, we man. back, man. We back. Another episode. <laughs> season, season three. He, he, he can't relate. I'm sorry. I'm sorry. He can't relate. I'm, I'm sorry. I had to go out there and get and get a job and work at McDonald's. My fault, brother. Hey, we all couldn't start off in a department I, store. I was work- I, I was. I didn't start off at a department store. I started off at a the the after school program at Bethel Hanbury Elementary. In Bethel Hanbury, teaching little second graders. Teaching second graders I know how you to just, read and write. I know you just, you didn't just say Bethel Hanbury. Bethel Hanbury <laughs> in Blythewood, South Carolina. Bethel Hanbury. That sounds safe. Shout out! Shout out! Shut, no, bro, Beyonce. <laughs> that sounds safe. That does so sound safe. gated. <laughs> Like, bro, it was gated. It was gated. <laughs> like you can't get into, you can't get into the school without three fourths of an identification. At, at no. least say, <laughs> like, sir, um, yeah. I have never and, seen you around here. Look, and a retinal scan. <laughs> oh, bro, now I can now. Hey, hey, let me tell you, bro. <laughs> let me tell you how small I've been. This, so I was like, I was like 16, 17, right? So you know how. When you were in elementary school, like I know for me personally, I always went to like the after school program, Boys and Girls Club, etc. You know how they would have like snacks for the kids, right? Mm-hmm. Well, the school, well, not the school, the after school program had crazy snacks like rated Sam's Club, all the juices, all the chips, all the cookies, all the. Bro, when I tell you, I was sitting in the snack room eating up all them damn kids snacks every single day after I after I got off of after I left school and got um got to work all the kids would get like were allowed one one like chip or one cookie and a drink right cool I would be sitting there eating like two three chips all the cookies drinking all the drinks they'll be like Mr. Philip can I have one more thing of cookies I'm like nah 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 nah, nah, nah. you can't <laughs> And then they got to one point that the, the director or whatever was like, dang, bro, how are all the snacks, like, getting eaten up so fast? I was like, damn, some kids must be stealing when we leave. Um, um, oh, that brother um, starved. starved. <laughs> um, sir, please check Phil book bag. <laughs> uh, buddy's book bag is extra large today. <laughs> bro, they used to have honey buns, the variety pack. All the cookies, the the Granny Smith or whatever cookies, man, like six different types of juices, bro. Honestly, bro, I I missed out. I I missed out on that. I in my childhood, bro. Like we couldn't, I couldn't go to the like the after school program, like the Boys and Girls Club. <laughs> like oh, I had to, like I could, bro. Like I had to. One one, it was dangerous. I... <laughs> and my mother's like, "That's right, you're not about to be down there with the Muslims." And I was like, "All right, man." That's cool. That's cool. Nah, I had to because my parents, my parents couldn't come pick me up until late. Not so that. Shout out to my OG. I was a good old car so rider. My... I ain't had to worry about none of that. Two fifteen. <laughs> I was out of there, my boy. Shut your privilege ass up, John. Yeah. Hey, Pops was the first one in line. Pops did me so good, bro. I was the first one in. Pops was the first one in line I, every day, And I know, bro. and I know, John had a happy meal waiting on him in the car as soon as he got in. Yo. Uh, no, I, my name is not Colin Edwards. John. John was OD privileged, man. This man talking about something. He had cut, this man talking about something. He had custom pencils, le- le- lunches bro, every day, lunch boxes. Yeah, I did have a, a lunch custom box. lunch box. I'm I like, God, and you was a car rider. Never, yo, away, let me John. tell you something. Away, car away, let me tell you something about the lunch boxes though. So each away, year I bought a different lunch box. Each year, I think, 
You're not listening. You're not listening. You're not listening. You're not listening. So my mother used to work for a company called Bell South. They no longer exist. They merged into AT and T. So yeah, the company yeah, yes, used brother. to give her lunch boxes every year, and right. so she would just give them to me. And so <clears throat> each year though, the lunch box got fancier. My pinnacle was about fourth grade. My His lunch pinnacle. box. Yeah, that was, that was like that was the top of my lunch box career because that lunch box had a radio on it. Oh my god! No when I tell you, when I tell no you, bro. <laughs> <laughs> but I tell you, bro, this I was, was the most. To Ricky and <laughs> bro, I'm trying to tell you. This man. I'm trying to tell you at lunch, bro. Yo. Everybody should try to sit with me, bro. I'm trying to tell you, bro. To tell you, bro. This man. Everybody this... tried to sit with me at lunch. This man was the DJ. A radio? Oh my god! <laughs> A radio, bro. Mom Dukes. Oh. Hey, they, I don't. I don't know what they uh, marketing team was on back then, bro. But they were different with the lunch boxes. So that year I had a lunch box with a radio on it. Man, I'm trying to tell you, I was jamming at lunch. This man is sick. And then let me tell you something. So you know my parents are pastors, bro. So like the people at church, you know what I'm saying? Like you know, make goodies and make treats and stuff for the man. We had a we had a, a brother at our church, and he makes pies and cakes. <laughs> I'm trying to tell you. I was trying to tell you, he made these little sweet potato pies. Oh, God, crazy. Goodness. They're they're heaven sent. And I used to take one for lunch every day. I was a fat kid. And so, boy, <laughs> dumb junks used to go so crazy at lunch, bro. Yo. And let me tell you, so they went so crazy, like the teachers, the teachers at my school started like getting noise, like, oh, why can I taste one of your sweet potato pies? And so once they tasted it, bro. The thing after my church blew up because my school started like you know what I'm saying picking them up and was like these pods hit you feel me so like I, I remember that jump bro like that elementary school vibe with the lunch boxes it was just different times Bruh, different he times he is Jonathan St Patrick of sweet potato pies that man was <laughs> moving product oh my god at the Yo, church as first of all wait first of all what what fourth grader you know got sweet potato pies every day. Like and a radio lunchbox. <laughs> like, 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 yo, what? Bro, what? Hey, I, all I can say is God is good. That's all I never, can say, brother. Let me. I ain't never God had a kid like that in my okay. school, bro. Like, I we had some privileged John, kids a little bit, but John was privileged, privileged. Bro, I, I mean, I will admit that. I mean, what can I say? My father was retired. You know what I'm saying? Like, yeah, he he had the opportunity to come and get me from school. You know yeah. what I'm saying? We was at the crib. He fixed my dinner. I fixed my I fixed me and my, and my brother's lunch for school, and that's how life went. My mom, you know what I'm saying? She was working, you know, at at her job and at the church, and so, you know what I'm saying? I, I had a very good life. I I would never deny that. <laughs> I always thank God for the life that I was given, and I do. <laughs> I realized I was privileged ways. Nah, so I said that, bro. I don't, I'm not denying that at all. <laughs> nah, kids. I mean, you know, I, kids. Kids need to be privileged. But I'm, I'm glad that you were privileged, but you also understand life at the same time. Like it's not like you were privileged John, and you were spoiled, John and like was, you just <clears throat> think you deserve everything. Yeah, yeah. I, I'm gonna I'm give the rant today because I'm gonna tell you why that was. Word. The the privilege the privileged kid called John privilege. Oh word! Stop it! No, I'm. Like, oh my that god! Oh my a god! Radio she got a radio? Box. I have never heard of that, bro. Ever? 
That, that man Sometimes. eating his Lunchables while the Ricky Smiley Morning Show playing in the background. <laughs> but let me. Why was lunch so early back in elementary school? Why wait? Why no, was so lunch I like wanna, eleven o'clock? That's, that's a that's a good question. Either. It's a good question. Lunch because like lunch A at my when I I remember when I was in middle school there was like A and B lunch. Lunch A yeah. they started dismissing around eleven o'clock and we got to school like. Eight or something like that. I'm like, bro, exactly. It's ridiculous. Facts. I was like, bro, I feel like I just got here. Like, god dang. I was like, dang, can my breakfast digest? Facts. Because you know, some you know, with some kids that went to breakfast in the morning before class, then came back for lunch in a couple hours. Like, bro, like, it's like, wait, bro, you still got, you still got to like two, three o'clock with nothing. No, that's a scam. Trying to save some snacks. Yeah, but that's how I was stealing snacks from the elementary school kids. The statute of limitations is up. I can talk about it. That awkward moment when it's not. <laughs> <laughs> I get a knock at my door. <laughs> Phil, you owe us two years worth of honey buns. <laughs> we, 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 we actually got you on record saying that you stole. <laughs> we heard the podcast. <laughs> 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 I'm about to a big bill. <laughs> my charges, my charges, snack time embezzlement. <laughs> the newspaper headline will be like Philip the Muffin Man. <laughs> <laughs> okay. <laughs> okay. <laughs> Hey man, we've been oh snap, we've been going for like 15 minutes. Alright, man. We back. Another episode. Season three, episode three. As you can tell, we've already been going, but we appreciate everybody sticking through with us through the slight break we had. We had some stuff going on in everyone's personal lives, so we had to take a small little break. But um we're back now. It's your boys. The same unwise men, Phil, Campbell's calling, tech support, who uh, shut down all of Microsoft today to ride. And um, <laughs> I still can't think of a name for John. Hey, please, please don't say that. <laughs> <laughs> the boys don't hear that. Be like, oh, okay. Okay. Or about, to, about, to look me, about, about to look me up in a company database. <laughs> like, about to revoke all his access. <laughs> <laughs> uh, Bill, uh, Bill, 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 if you're listening, please don't do that. Um, I just got there. Thank you. Tarot, Tarot, Tarot accidentally hit the live buttons instead of the ones in the training module today. So, um, Microsoft yeah, but Teams said, was this was red. <laughs> it's okay, man. No, no soup got made today because Colin and his team couldn't meet virtually. Um, so a lot of companies lost money. To buddy, buddy, whole operations was on hold. Buddy's like, we, Man, no we can't, we can't move Literally. no product. <laughs> hey, I think you might have messed up some of financial aid stuff too, because our phones was down for a little bit when I got there this morning. Hey, no, no cap. Admissions was admissions was talking too today that oh, uh, our stuff, our phone lines were down for our virtual people. Mm-hmm. What so, they got to do with Microsoft? Uh, so right, really. Bro, what, what you mean? We use Microsoft yeah. Teams and stuff, bro. What you yes. mean? Oh, y'all on Microsoft Teams. Oh, we a lot of it. Yes, bro. Yes. Oh, Toronto. Yeah. 
This brother don't know what happened. People he messing up worldwide. Word. You don't even know his supply. Like, you don't even know his customer. Like. Word. Like, Bill. I don't want you to see what your employees like. No. Nothing. It's nothing. That's what they know. Hey, like, yeah, this is literally my third Ooh. day. Like. <laughs> Who hired this man? Hey. That, that's sad. <laughs> what is it? That much damage in three days? Who oh hired God. this man? Imagine for years. got too much power already. Niggas, Bro, niggas, niggas gonna drop their laptop talking about son. I knew Tara messed something up. Hey, what? <laughs> <laughs> like what? Bro, speaking of that, speaking of that, I was um I was doing some work and my Excel crashed. So. Um, brother, yeah, you ain't shit bro, either. Bro, brother, did you update your computer? Like, like yes, can, my can computer's we, up to date. Can we go through? Can we go through the basics? Like, oh, oh now you want to talk about the basics? <laughs> like, soon as oh, soon as, soon as something go wrong with a program, Microsoft. Oh, I know Terrell was pressing some buttons. Now you want to know the basics? Tell the people why there was no chicken in the noodle soup today because of your ass. <laughs> Word. Every meeting canceled. <laughs> yeah, boy's funny, man. Yeah, boy's funny. I don't even work on Microsoft hey, teams, though. That didn't, that didn't even my team. Oh, now it's not your team. Shut up. Now it's not your team. Word, but in the wrong area. Hey, Phil. But he's sitting in the Microsoft publisher meetings. Like, bro. <laughs> If you don't like, go to, bro, are you supposed to be here? <laughs> like, but he, but he's sitting in the outlet meetings, like, like bro. Right. <laughs> First but of all, he's sitting in the PowerPoint, the PowerPoint uh, background uh, wallpaper meetings, like, bro, you don't get out of here. First of all, Mike. First of all, my, Microsoft has a lot of services and products that I didn't even know about, and it's a Tell lot of different teams. Microsoft. It's a lot of different teams. Like I said, Microsoft Teams ain't even yeah, you my project. That ain't what my team working on. We working what's on something your, totally different. What's your project, Dan? What's your project, Dan? <sighs> we working on Azure Cloud. Thank you very much. So you debating over Times New Roman and Aerial Font is what I'm hearing. <laughs> I I wish it were that simple, Phil. I wish it were that simple. Yeah, it sounds that sounds that simple because you shut down Microsoft Teams today. <laughs> And my Excel crashed. So. <laughs> right, that's 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 my fault too. Uh, <laughs> you damn right. Anything Microsoft related, it's your fault, brother. It's your fault. Exactly. And anything that go wrong say, in McDonald's want... is your problem too. <laughs> <laughs> I'm about to call Microsoft and be like, I don't want to talk to Tarot. I want to talk to Tyler. <laughs> I want to talk to Timothy. I'm going to call tech support and be like, first off, do not put Tarot on the phone. I want somebody that Word. knows what they're doing. It's, it's the black one. <laughs> the black one. <laughs> it's not that hard. Actually, it's, actually, surprisingly, though, I got two other black people on my team. For, for they're not named Tarot, though. Nah, Word it's a female. Lamont? Nah, it's a female. And I think it's some other dude named. It starts with a D. It's like, start with a D. It ain't, it ain't like... Derek, this man don't even know. Or Dion, it's <laughs> this man. This man don't even know. His this man ain't putting out company business. <laughs> this man don't even know his teammates. Bro, like, I haven't Excuse even me, met sir. them. That's personal information. <laughs> I haven't even met these people, bro. Like, like it's in a whole bunch of emails. Like, we going through onboarding right now, so. So you don't even read the emails, is what I'm hearing. Word. 
Not like the, like the nothing, like the I'm emails. Bro, what is wrong with you? The e- the emails <laughs> are just <laughs> emails just case studies. Emails are just like scam, scam, scammy. That's they what just, you are. <laughs> bro, the emails are just case emails, studies, man. That means they need to be read. Yeah, Brother. read the cases. How not to fuck stuff up. <laughs> Wait, but it got, but it got Gmail open. Like, <laughs> you know, you can't even, you but can't even Yahoo explain. Mail. You can't even explain to the people. You just can't. Yeah, because you messing stuff up. <laughs> you can't explain you, to the Negroes. With Mic- anything when Microsoft goes wrong, I'm blaming you. Anytime I taste a, a bad can of chicken noodle soup, I'm calling Colin. Like that's just that. Like, would it? Like, like, what if it didn't come from his his plant though? You still gonna blame him? What are you talking about? Like what that can did yes. cover this plant? Yes, I'm still gonna call him. Shut up. Because the standard right. is supposed to be set that all Campbell's products are good. Exactly. That's true. That's true. That's true. Thank no, you, Colin. No drop Thank off. you. Thank you. There's no. There should be no mm. drop off at any point. Mm, tastes good. Don't you ever come across that mic like that again. Hey, no. <laughs> what is wrong with you? Oh don't ever do that again. Please. That sounded weird. <laughs> Word, bro. You was not getting no commercial like that. I'm I didn't even think of it like that. <laughs> I'm boycotting yeah, Campbell's. <laughs> okay, that just sounded gross. Campbell's don't, don't do that. Campbell's gone wild. <laughs> you are the last yeah, person they auditioning right. for that commercial, brother. Last audition. <laughs> Never do that again. <laughs> oh my gosh! Oh my I'm sorry, Campbell. That was horrific. Golly. Yeah, please don't be. Campbell's and Microsoft taking L's today. Buddy, buddy, really said mm, good because it's alright. Because- like, really like, right, because of me, because of me, right? Stock like, prices, stock prices. You know how bad today. You know how bad teams gotta be for an eight AM meeting to get canceled. Like, as soon as I get, as soon as I get there, I'm like, Toronto, you up? <laughs> Toronto in bed on his fourth dream while teams in chaos. People are in disarray. This brother said, "This man taking the Colts to the Super Bowl on Madden and teams is not functioning at all." Like, please get right. I'm trying to get kids their decision, and my XL crashed. Like, Toronto, tighten up, bro. Oh man. Hey man. Can't catch a that break. Funny. No, you can't, bro. You don't read your onboarding case study emails. That should tell you all there is to know about you and your employment. The onboarding and case study emails are separate emails. Like so there's two sets of emails you're not reading. I'm reading all my emails, but I'm saying because I don't I haven't worked with my team yet. So how you because we just going through you, onboarding. How you don't know your coworkers? I haven't met them yet. We just with the onboarding people. What's your what's your what's your employee ID? Brother, that's that's confidential information. <laughs> oh, that's confidential. Oh, that's confidential. Now that was confidential. That's crazy. Hey, buddy, buddy, want me to give my my company card? Like, God, dang, you. Hey, boy, you got no company card. Shut up. I said company card. Card. Yeah, I said card. Card. You ain't got no company card. 
Yo, I do. Okay. <laughs> I got I got two of them. Go ahead. I got two. I got two. No, I have three. I gotta keep that on me. When if I if I get pulled over, I gotta get my license and a Tiger One card. Just to be safe. They gonna be like, Oh, see one of them athletes, huh? Yes. Yes I am. Yes, I am. Officer. Yes. Yes. (laughs) What you do? (laughs) I know you don't run track, you play field. (laughs) (laughs) Okay. Okay. I'm a, I'm a, field? I'm a field athlete, sir. I'm a field athlete. Yes, yes, I am. <laughs> hey, buddy, you gonna tell the officer you run the four by one? <laughs> you going straight to jail? Oh, you going to jail? <laughs> hey, sir. Okay, sir, please step out the car. Please step out of the vehicle, sir. <laughs> Yeah, boy, it's a cause, man. Hey, it's what it's what Toronto top. I'm a high jumper. They, they gonna be like, oh, oh, that's why, that's why Clemson track got canceled. <laughs> okay. It's what Toronto like, yeah. It's what Toronto like, yeah. I, I'm the anchor. They gonna be like, sir. They gonna be like, sir, come with me. We're taking you down, Sam. Okay. Hey, shout out, shout out to all the athletes. Shout out to the high jumpers too. That's actually a tough sport. That's actually yeah, a tough brother, sport. Okay. That's why you going to jail, prison. You about to lose your job. <laughs> Maybe right. working tomorrow then. <laughs> Oh, oh bro, I don't even know what we're talking about. <clears throat> All right, man, let's, let's get into it. Let's jump into let's jump into some barbershop talk, man. So I we did just get a haircut. We, we oh okay, John got the haircut. Great transition. Turn the clippers on, Doc. Yes, sir. Barbershop. Yeah, crank that up. But um, let's talk about. Buddy, buddy, buddy asking for the sound effects. Where oh. <laughs> <laughs> buddy, buddy trying to cue him in? Like, like they come, they coming, brother. I promise you. Like, bro, relax. You won't be able to hear them, but I promise they coming. <laughs> when that, when the episode uh, drops, I'm, I'm I'll be right there. <laughs> oh man. Where this man Doc at, bro? Doc never want to talk to us on the podcast, bro. We gotta get, we, we gotta, gotta get Doc here one time. Yeah, we gotta Special get him here one time. Special guest. Let's sit down with DJ let's, Doc. Let's, let's let's talk about the All Star teams, man. Devin Booker originally got snubbed, but today he was put in as an injury reserve for Anthony Davis. Oh, um, good. Some good, other good. people that got snubbed was yeah, yeah. That that broke like an hour ago. Some other people that got snubbed, Dame Dollar. Um, and then everybody else I really don't care about. But what do y'all think of the teams? First of, first off, first off, my genuine, my real question. Do you even think there should be an all-star game within this whole panoramic? And then at that in Atlanta? Nah, bro. And that's the thing. Like, <laughs> like earlier in the season, you know what? When the season started, they said they weren't, they, they weren't going to do the all-star game. That's what Adam Silver said. And then, you know, a few weeks ago, he was like, okay, we are going to do an all-star game. 
And I mean, you know, you know the white man. He's like, okay, well, yeah, people want it. We got to make some more money. So we're gonna have also game. We're gonna renege on what we already said we wasn't gonna do because of course. money talks. So uh, it just sucked, man. Like I know a lot of people don't want to go and play, and you know, niggas gonna come out, come to the All Star game. You know, people gonna turn up for All Star weekend, and it's 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 in Atlanta. Yeah. Oh, so you you already know Atlanta about to go up in the panoramic. So let me <laughs> let me tell you just on that point. Um, I, I got a, a homeboy of mine. He's a he's an alpha. He's hosting a brunch and day party. Please, please tell me All Star Weekend in Atlanta. No, no, you don't know. You don't know. He's he's a buddy based out of Chicago. Oh, he's, right, he was right, in right. one of my sneakerhead group chats. Oh, right, right, right. No, I know who you're thinking of, and I wouldn't be surprised as well. Um, but yeah, he's hosting a uh, uh, a brunch and day party each day of All Star Weekend. So I think like two or three days. And I'm like, bro. In, per- in person. Why? Yes, in person. Yeah, see, bro, and that, that's the thing right there. Niggas going to try to act up for All-Star Weekend like it's a regular day outside. Like, no, brother, the air the air is thick. <clears throat> yes. And the air is thick with corona. Um, <clears throat> so, I don't know, bro, I don't like, I don't like it because it's going to bring people out. And a lot of the NBA players, I know, they, I know they're against it, but... I don't know what to do. I mean, shoot, if you if you a young player and you got, you know, elected to be in an all-star game, I mean that's a blessing, you know, everybody get to check. I don't but I mean if you like LeBron. My brother, you know, I don't mean to inter- I don't mean to interrupt you, but damn calling your throat dry as a mug. <laughs> Worry, buddy. Like God damn. Is just... that Fiji? Is that Fiji water? Is that Fiji? I have never Buddy drinking Colin, like, Colin went full time and got Fiji now. Or Buddy drinking that joint like he was in Pakistan. Yeah, like man. God, dang. <laughs> <laughs> like, like bro is guzzling that junk. <laughs> Buddy was drinking the water like the care package just touched that. Straight from the spring himself. <laughs> my God, bro, are you good? Wait. Oh my goodness. Hey, you oh can't. Goodness. Hey, you could. You can't tell, but he he ain't just going a trick. My God. Oh my God. He, but he's drinking that junk. You, you good over there, brother? Yeah, I'm straight, man. Like, I'm hey, he about to have a. He about to need to take a bathroom break in a minute. Like, where are you taking gulps like gracious. that, sir? My goodness. <laughs> uh, keep, keep going. Right, but anyway, yeah, uh, All Star game. Yeah, All Star game. But yeah, nah, bro. It's just I don't, I don't rock with it. Basically, but it is what it is. Like, if I'm LeBron, I mean LeBron. LeBron can afford to sit out. But like, if you're young, you know, you get a free check. You're not, you're not about to pass up the All Star game. You know, even though, even even if you don't agree with it, like it's it's free money. So. Oh yeah, of course. <clears throat> I um I don't know man. It's it of course it's all a money grab and I think it's uh I think for me it's kind of unfortunate cuz you know people like for example uh Zach Levine, Ben Simmons, no well Zach Levine who this is his first, you know, All-Star. With this being your first All-Star selection, you don't want to miss it. You're like, "Oh man, this is a great honor like, you know, it's it's one of the highlights of playing in the league, but at the same time it's like 
we're still in the whole pandemic. So, but what do y'all, um, <coughs> excuse me, JJ Watt. That was something else I wanted to, to get the, the football brothers' opinions on. Um, from what I've seen, I saw something today. I don't know how true it is. It was like he's looking at the Packers, Titans, and Bills very, very heavily. Um, and I just wanted to know, like, what do y'all think about that? Obviously, I'm not the person to ask on which team will fit him best or where he can, you know, have the most impact. Um, but he is a big name, I guess you can say free agent now. Um, so, so what do y'all think on that? Um, I think Pittsburgh is going to be an option for him just off the sheer fact that both of his brothers are there currently, uh, TJ Word. and Derek. Uh, I also have been seeing his name associated with um, – I'm tripping. I'm tripping. Dang. The Titans. The Titans. I saw his name with the Titans <coughs> the other day. Uh, so mm-hmm. I thought that would have been an intriguing pair-up as well. Um, so – I think he does have a, a decent amount of options, even at his age now, um, based off his resume of work that he's put in uh, throughout his time in the league. So, um, I, wherever he ends up, I think he's gonna I, he's gonna end up on a contender first of all because he wants to win. He's been with Houston for ten years and hasn't won anything, so he wants to go to a contender. So he's gonna go to a good team for one, uh, and I hope he does. He's one of those players I feel like. For me personally, I just think there's always certain players that I want to see succeed. Um, so I hope he yeah. does get on a good team. So that's all I got. Thanks, thanks. Work. Um, I, I guess the last thing. This is probably gonna be a pretty short episode or a shorter episode. Uh, Tiger Woods, man. For those for those who don't know, um, yesterday early in the morning, um, like seven a.m. ish. Tiger was in a pretty bad car accident. His car, from what it looks like, went off the road and, you know, flipped and rolled a little bit. Um, rushed to surgery, uh, had to have extensive, <clears throat> excuse me, had to have extensive surgery on his legs. From what I, I, I don't remember the exact bone, but basically, you know, messed up his leg, shattered his ankle. Um, so now he's, of course, alive, recovering. So that's always a blessing to hear, but... Um, I don't know. For me, for me, when I heard it, as as bad as it is, my first thought was, you know, oh my God, Tiger. But also, I pray nothing substance was involved, like he wasn't drunk or he wasn't on any medications, because that's like the worst possible thing to hear, especially for, you know, a legacy, someone's, you know, just name and reputation in general. Yeah. Um, but to hear from what I heard, to hear he was on the way to, um, you know, play golf or, or um, you know, help out. I'm, I don't remember who, but it, I want to say it was like Drew Brees and Blake Gabbard or Herbert or something. I, forgot, I, don't, I don't know these people's name. Um, but basically on his way to play golf with other celebrities and that happened. Um, what did y'all think? How did y'all feel? I know I was pretty shocked and I was, you know, waiting for the update throughout the day, but glad to hear he's okay. Yeah, man. Like when I heard the news, like my heart dropped because, you know, in 2020, when you hear people and breaking yep. news, you think it's the worst happened, but I'm glad, buddy. Okay. I mean, when I heard that he was having surgery on his legs, I knew that he was going to be at least alive. So yeah, I think just from like a, 
you know, golf standpoint, it's kind of like a bittersweet feeling because, you know, he probably not, not going to play again. So that yeah. means he's not going to catch Jack Nicholas record. But, I mean, it just makes you appreciate the the run that he had. And I guess, like, it's just one of those things you got to accept now. Like, but he career probably over, just in terms of dominance. <clears throat> yeah. <clears throat> That's a fact, man. Yeah, I thought – I thought the same thing, man. Like, like Colin said, you know, you hear breaking news, you you automatically think it's bad. But I'm glad, I'm glad, buddy, it's okay. Um, from what I saw, like they, I don't, I don't think they found like any like drugs or anything like in his system. So, I think it was just a, a freak accident. But, mm-hmm. which are yeah, always the scariest facts, yeah, yeah, big facts, man. And I mean, Tiger, Tiger, legend, man. But he a legend, bro. He always and forever will be a legend. Um, but yeah, like Colin said, bro, his his career probably over. You know, golf, leg injuries, you just probably not gonna be the same. Um, so and I appreciate. He, he's already had back. He's already had crazy back issues. <clears throat> yeah, facts like you know everything that happened. You know what I'm saying after the first crash. So. Yeah, man, it's just it's looking tough for Tiger, man. But I mean, yeah, I don't think he, I don't think he owes the sport anything else. Like he already the greatest, if not, I mean, if you think otherwise, I mean, he at least top two. So yeah, 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 man, definitely in agree with these boys. Uh, what was said, uh. uh when I first saw it too, I was like, "Oh snap! Like, is he good?" You know what I'm saying? Like Colin said, just at first breaking news inclination, I saw a Tiger and just breaking news. I was like, "Oh no! Like, that would be, you know what I'm saying, tragic for real." But glad that you know he was able to get the help that he needed to get. Uh, praying for a recovery, and I'm praying that if he wants to golf again, that that he can. Um, so. That's 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 what I'm hoping for. I know, you know, things don't look whatever right now, but we serve a God that uh, works in impossible ways. So, you know, that's all I got. Thanks. No, yeah, man. That's um. My my thing I'm thinking of is uh, <clears throat> imagine if the man comes back and wins something. That's Thanks. that's always my thought process now with the comeback <laughs> stories and after big injuries. Oh my goodness. Imagine greatest you know ever man. He come, I mean, it, it's not going to be like, you know what I'm saying, this year. But imagine man comes back, wins one more, wins one more anything, right? Doesn't even have to be like a Masters or something. Just wins. Facts. That would be, that would that would truly, truly, truly be crazy. Yeah, that'd be, um, the, that'd be the wildest comeback story ever, man. I ain't going to cap. Not even going to cap. <clears throat> but, um. What else y'all got? Or we can go ahead and just jump into the mental health conversation. And like I said, it's pretty shorter episode. Uh, I mean, like Serena, you know, she lost to Naomi. Like oh, she, like, yeah. What? That's that was a big conversation in one of my chats as well. Serena, Serena lost in the semifinals. Yeah. Um. That to me doesn't tarnish her her record or legacy at all. I just I saw that as like a changing of the guard like now it's naomi's you know turn path or whatever i mean serena's probably still gonna compete serena's probably still gonna you know what i'm saying but 
in terms of dominance and in terms of like who's taking the sport in the sport in general but um you know women's tennis etc that to me was like a changing because Naomi won in like a pretty dominating fashion like it wasn't close per se like it wasn't you know a nail bite or anything like that like she won um I I think that was cool to see because it's you know I'm saying the older goat and now this new person who is dominating and winning coming up yeah Serena Serena she was looking good at first like she she had her at first but then You know what I'm saying? Like that that age disparity, like in tennis in, in a sport like tennis, it's all about endurance and like youth plays a big part, you know. Like Serena don't move the same way Naomi moved, you know, Serena thirty nine, Naomi twenty-three. <clears throat> so like yeah. Naomi, she just hit a different gear and then she took off. But you know, I agree with you, man. Like Serena, she definitely gonna still compete, man. I didn't know she been competing since ninety eight. You know, and it's it's twenty twenty one, so like she's been competing forever, man. It's just I know she still wanna win, you know, she's she trying to get twenty four I think she's trying to get twenty four Grand Slam titles. You know, but Yeah. I mean it's tough, man. Like, you know, she already won, you know, her last Grand Slam. I think that was when she was pregnant. You know, that already, you know what I'm saying? Wild. Was wild, goat. you know. Definitely goat status. So <laughs> I mean like you know, I think she just needs to just, I ain't saying she need to let it go, but I think she just needs to be, like, more comfortable with, like, it's okay. Like, you may, you might be past your prom, and, like, Naomi is, you know, next up. Like, Naomi was watching you. Like, you inspired her to play tennis. Yeah. Like, and sometimes you got to realize as an athlete, like, man, you know, it's just not my time no more, you know? So... And their responsibilities are different. You know, for Serena, she a mother and she a wife. You know, Naomi, she 23. She ain't got no kids. She ain't got no husband. Like, yep. you know, you got more time to train and dedicate to other stuff. Like, but trying to train and be a mother and be a wife, like, it's a lot. It's a lot there. You know, so, like, if she want to compete and get another Grand Slam, she got to go into, like, a different type of bag and mindset, like, channel the old Serena, you know. So it's it'll be interesting to see in the future. For sure. I think of it I think of it how like some of the older like NBA players or stars, they'll say like, you know, I had to separate from my family for a time, you know, like I, I, I moved out the house for a little bit or I had to go do this just so I could lock in. Yeah. Um I've always found that interesting because, like you said, when you're young, you don't really have responsibility. You're not, you know, having to take care of anybody unless you have kids early, et cetera. But when you get older, you now have all this responsibility. You have older kids. You have a spouse. You have, you know, all these things that you're worried about. Is your mind truly, truly, solely focused on the game? Which is why, like I said, some some people are like, yeah, I had to for for this playoff series or for X, Y, and Z. You know, I left the house and I, I lived in a hotel or I lived in this rental or whatever, whatever, just to lock in. So I'm excited. It, it's a like I said to me, it, it signals the the end of an era. Same same kind of like with Tiger, but obviously Tiger is with injuries. Mm-hmm. But it's also like you know, 
what I feel as though if they were to truly lock in, they could do it again. Yeah. Um, but now it's just it's yeah. now it's just are you are you wanting to do that? Right. Um. Yeah. I mean, with that being said, like I said, shorter episode. Let's go ahead and you know what I'm saying we can close the door for for John. Doc, you can insert the the transition so this man John can be excited. Yes, sir. Um, go crazy. 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 This is a closed door conversation. You know, you know what? I'm gonna tell you why. I'm gonna tell you why I love Doc so much. He'll go crazy with an episode, and then the first thing he'll say in the chat is, "I appreciate y'all boys, man. I could have done better, but uh, you know, <laughs> I wanted to work with. I wanted to work with the time. I'm like, bro, if you let me Doc tell you something. If, if that's not your best, oh my gosh. I'm, oh, good gracious. <laughs> the right. ceiling is. I can't. Oh my gosh. I can't wait to see what you do. You get your best. Facts. Hey, the ceiling, the ceiling is the roof. Like, <laughs> but he said, said really just said this is not my final form. Like, oh my gosh. <laughs> but he said he's not even Super Saiyan one yet. What? <laughs> but he said I'm just getting started. This is the warm up. Wait, hey man, listen. But shout he said out. I, I I did that. I did. I did this while listening to a lecture for class. I wasn't even paying attention. Oh like, <laughs> like real light work. <laughs> <laughs> let me tell you. Let me tell you how I know he's not done yet. So, I, I've been going through each podcast as they drop, and to see the progression, <laughs> how Bruh, crazy this yes. man Doc has been going. Oh my Bruh. gosh! The whole, the Very whole. Crazy. Hey, bro, can y'all, can y'all, can y'all send me an audio recording of y'all going four, four, whatever? Four. I was what? like, bro, what? I was like, what the heck is? And then that man dropped the inch. I was like, damn. It's so crazy, bro. Oh hey. my gosh. Listen, when we when we when we shout start where shout out to Doc when we when we do like an in person podcast, all four of us sitting down in the same room. I I, I just know it's gonna go it's gonna go crazy, man. We're gonna have the audio no, going gonna crazy, go crazy, intro gonna be crazy, outro gonna be crazy, visuals gonna be crazy, like listen. <sighs> listen, man. We only getting better. Yeah, man. Shout out to shout out to Jalen. Um uh yeah let's let's uh so i really want to talk have a have a mental health conversation um nothing nothing too crazy you know just really to check in with everybody how are y'all doing i know a lot of times we ask and we get the oh i'm good i'm i'm cool you know busy with work but you know really so so how i thought of this conversation you know really how are we doing then we can talk about some things that we do to cope or some things that we do to, you know, stay stay fresh or to rejuvenate ourselves. And then any just lasting things we want to talk about, then we can jump into John's rant. But no, nah, truly, how are, how are y'all doing, man? What's what's going on with y'all? Yeah, man. I guess I'll go ahead and go first. Uh, so I know usually I say that I'm doing well. And this week, I can say that I'm doing well. But last week, bro, I'm going back to last week. I know we didn't have an episode last week because... This was actually a little. This is a two week little delay between last week's podcast and this one, but well, last week was a really tough week for me, bro. Like, honestly, probably one of the toughest weeks I've had in a very long time. 
Um, and, you know, it was just a, a multitude of things that were kind of, it. I say this, it started on, uh, I say Monday of last week. You know, I just been having some things going on in my life. And mm. I think on Monday of last week, it really like hit me when I was sitting in the uh, financial aid office and like, I immediately, I, I knew something was like wrong. You know what I'm saying? Um, yeah. And I was like, hold on. You know what I'm saying? Like, I, I haven't felt like this you know what I'm saying, in a long time. And so I immediately said, all right, something got to change right now. Uh, and so uh, I, I started praying. I said, God, like, I don't know what's going on right now, but I, I know I can tell something's not right with me. Um, and so I went ahead and prayed. I felt immediately a little bit better. Uh, but I knew it was still something going on. So I said, you know what I'm saying? I'm going to have to give up some things in order to, I feel like, you know, get some relief and get some, 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 some uh, much needed relief and, and pressure off of me. And so I deleted all my social media. I um, immediately started a fast. I um, immediately just, I said something just has to give, and I didn't know what it was at that moment. So I just cut off everything that I was doing in that current moment. I didn't play any video games. I, I was, I limited my television time to like one show a day. Um, shout out to my home, shout out to Colin, because Colin did all of that with me. Um, and he didn't have to do that. So really shout out to my brother Colin for doing that with me. Um, and, and shout out to, um, you know what I'm saying, y'all boys too, talking me, talking to me and talking me through, through, you know what I'm saying, my time. But man, I was just like, man, I, I knew something had to give. And I think the time that I've had off social media, I'm still off social media right now. I've only been posting stuff for the podcast, but I'm not on social media outside of that. Um, and it really has been, when I tell you, like, I not only eye-opening, but it's been a breath of fresh air for me, bro. It was definitely what I needed. I think God really talked to me last week. I, instead of, you know, the time I was playing the game, the time that I was on social media last week, I picked up my word. I really read some scripture last week. I really prayed and talked to God and had conversations with my mom and, and, and you know, my friends just about God and about, you know what I'm saying, making sure I was good and getting better. Um Hey man, I tell you, God really, really showed out. And I didn't think that he would not, but he really showed out in a way that I was like, God, I know this is you. Um, because like I said, last week, it, I, when it started, I just was, I knew I wasn't myself. Um, and so throughout that time, I've, I've had, like I said, throughout this time up to now, and this is what, Wednesday night um, here on the 24th of February, I, I feel much better this week. Um, um, I'm like I said, I'm still on social media, but and I think that's probably another big piece of it. But I think that once again, God has really opened up my eyes. He's He's helping me to see things differently. Um, I think my relationship has grown with Him, and even in this past week, He's answered some prayers for me and helped me see some things that I, I wasn't seeing before. So I said all that to say that I'm better now, much better. Worried to Marvin Sepp, stronger, much stronger. Um, and I really wouldn't have made it, man, without Him. And about the people he's put in my life, so that's 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 all I got. Word, I appreciate I felt that. that. I felt that, bro. Yeah, um, for me, you know, I feel better. You know, last week, you know, I was kind of going through a little bind too. You know, the Campbell's kind of ramping up, and it's just getting a lot sometimes, and it just feels overwhelming, and. You know, I really had to, you know, talk to God about it and, you know, just sit down and just reflect and just spend time with God. It's just so everything that I felt anxious about, I could just calm my spirit. 
Um, but, you know, obviously, you know, talking to John and, you know, us doing that fast, it definitely helped out because I realized that a lot of my focus was on worldly things and I had to reshift my focus and my priorities. And, you know, as soon as I turned towards God, he really began to speak. And, you know, I'm thankful, you know, for, you know, people like John and, you know, I'm just thankful that God just gives, gives me the opportunity to turn towards him each day, despite my, my sins and every time that I turned away. So, yeah, man, just trying to be a, an example to people that, you know, you can do this ministry thing and be real and have feelings and, you know, go through mental health. So That's a fact. <clears throat> yeah, man. Um, I think for me, uh, I feel like I've been in like a real like reflective state. Um, you know, like I got started Microsoft on Monday and, you know, I thought like, I thought like when I started Microsoft and like got things going, like I would feel different, but I don't know. I, just, I mean, I, I still feel the same. Like, and I think like all the time I spent with God before, like leading in, like leading up to this season, it was just, it was imperative, you know, and I like reflecting on it. Like I, I started to kind of, want to define myself like through Microsoft like oh yeah like I work for Microsoft like I'm Toronto that work for Microsoft and like I just showed me like it's it's just way bigger than that man like it's people out here that you know that you know he wants me to impact and be intentional with you know and like this is just a, a chance to do that on a larger scale and so like I just thought about man like where I was like this time last year and just everything and God like really took me through in the dark, you know, and I, even though like it was dark, he was still developing me, you know? So I, I really appreciated that. And like now I like, being in like this different space with Microsoft, like it isn't, it isn't really like a different season. I think he just changed my situation. Like I was in a different situation. Like obviously like, you know, like financially, you know, I like guess way better. Um, but now, like everything that you know, I was doing when I worked at McDonald's, when I worked at Home Depot, when I did my internships, like talking to people, impacting people, being intentional with people, like it, it was all like leading up to like something like this. And like the other day, I was just going through my laptop, and I was looking at old stuff, like in my computer, and I found this cover letter that I wrote for Microsoft in Charlotte. I wrote it three years ago and I never used it. And I just sat down, man. Like, I was like, dang, like, if only I would have known, like, back then where I would have been at the same time three years later. Like, what would I what would I have done differently? Like, and I was like, nah, I wouldn't have done nothing differently. Like, God was just really taking me through some stuff that I had to learn the hard way um, to get me to this point. And so... Now I'm, I'm just grateful, man. Like, I'm just thinking about going forward, how I can continue to be who God has called me to be, man. Trying to stay in my word. Shout out to Brother Colin for gifting me with this uh, devotional by Tony Evans. There's no more excuses. Devotional that he got me, and that's been so good. Just staying in my word, man. Like, it's just. 
it's so good, man. Like, I can't, I can't even explain it, bro. Like, just really having your having your your mind open, like reading the word, it's just, it's just refreshing, man. And I make it a a part of my day every day. Like, I gotta get up and get my words. Like, I'm getting up early before I got even start. I even start my day with Microsoft. Like, these past few days, my days with Microsoft ain't even started until like eleven Eastern. You know, they're on like they're on Central Time, so. 11 Eastern for me, you know, so getting up early, like five, six, praying, read my devotion, read my word, just trying to stay consistent, man. I'm like, I'm not, I'm not asking God for any physical things or worldly things, man. I'm just asking him to show me like what's next. Like, what can I do with the opportunity? How can I maximize the opportunity he's given me? Cause I don't deserve it, but I'm just grateful that I got it, man just real grateful so my mental and my mental has been good man it's just been reflect reflective and i just know that there's more out there and you know hopefully that i can just be who god called me to be man and regardless of my my faults and my flaws he still love me he, he he still forgives me he still calls me for for greater calls me for more and I don't know, man. It's just sweet. It's just real sweet, man. Shout out to God. I don't know why he love me, man, but he do. I tell myself every day, man, I'm 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 one of the chosen ones. And I truly believe it. I truly believe it, bro. And that's how I just want to carry myself. So Yeah. Word. I appreciate that. Um Hmm. Uh, I mean, for me, I'm I'm better now. Last week, I don't know. Apparently, everybody was going through it last week. Um, but nah, last week was uh, I felt a little stuck. So, um, I was I was doing a lot of my my meditation and um, just having some personal conversations with myself. And you know, I was looking at you know all the things I want to do, all the things that I'm cooking, all the things that I'm planning right now that are that are growing slowly, and I was like, man, I want this, I want these things now. I want to, you know, I'm tired of doing the the mundane things that I'm doing on a day to day basis. I'm tired of, and again, I'm just gonna be very honest. I'm tired of having all this responsibility with my with my job but not being paid not being paid a a wage that matches the responsibility i'm doing i know i can do more because clearly i'm doing more and i'm I'm excelling at it yeah um and you know i was looking and i was like okay you know what is what's the lesson in this what is what am i supposed to learn what am i supposed to take away from this you know praying on it um and i realized you know Though I'm not being maybe a truly appreciated as much as I feel I should be, though I'm not being most importantly compensated as much as I should be, you know, this for me is is giving me personal growth because I'm handling everything that's thrown at me. I'm doing it very well. And it's not, you know, my ego telling me this. It's the feedback I'm getting. So okay, cool, Phil. You're you're building your your internal resume and you're building your your professional self-esteem so that you know when you get to what's next, 
you truly are able to handle any and everything and you're putting yourself in a position to not have to ask how do you do because you've already done so now it's more Mm. along the lines of you know where can i fit in to to continue moving how we're moving etc etc so those are things that i've been going through through my head and i remember i hit the chat uh we had a a check-in in the chat and i told y'all boys um you know i i feel like i just need to get away just you know disappear for a little bit and y'all told me yeah do it you know do whatever you need to 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 feel you know better to rejuvenate yourself you know et cetera, et cetera. and i mean this this goes into how blessed and you know privileged i am now and how thankful i am now i was able to i i picked up the i want to say like the next day or the day after and and i went home home for me is is florida um went home uh got to see the people that mean the most to me um my cousin my aunt uh my uncle uh his fiance got got to see my people man got to just spend some genuine genuine really good time with them got to go see my grandmother uh my grandmother's grave every time i'm in florida i make a i make a a point to stop there um and you know i i went and this is how I knew I was good. You know, anytime, I've never shared this, but anytime I go to my grandmother's grave, I, I I walk and I'm standing in front of her gravesite and I get a chill. I mean, I get the coldest chill ever, every single time. And, and it's like, it's almost as if like she walks up next to me and I immediately start crying um, and I immediately start, you know, talking, having a conversation, praying, saying thank you, you know, talking about what I need to talk about. But every time it's as if like I'm looking for something. I always am asking her, like, what am I supposed to do? What is this? Why am I feeling this? But man, when I tell you this time, I parked the car, walked up, felt that same chill. But this time there was no tears. It, it was more like my conversation was just geared around me telling her all the stuff I'm doing and me, you know, telling her where my mind is and how I'm growing and what's coming next. And like mm-hmm. I said, I shed, I shed no tears. And it was kind of weird at one point. I was like, wait, Phil, you haven't cried yet. What does this mean? And then I realized like, oh, you, you have found what it is all these years you've been asking for, or you've been asking help to find. And man, it was just, it was just a really great feeling. I left, I left that. Um, I spent like an hour, hour and some change there. I left this time without tears in my eyes, but instead with a smile on my face, like, yeah. That's um, so it's, it's just things like that for me that, that help rejuvenate me, that help me lock in and refocus. Um, and then, you know, I, I, I was sharing this with a coworker of mine, a, a trusted coworker who we were just having a conversation. And, um, you know, my family, my, my larger family, um, you know, they're they're my motivation i i feel as though a lot of times i have to put on for them you know like i, I was talking to my aunt we were having a you know a, a, a intimate conversation and you know she was asking me how am i doing how am i how's everything going and i was telling her yeah man you know master's program is is good but it's going tough and you know work is stressful and da 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 and she was like oh yeah baby i know how you feeling i know how you feeling and then she paused for a second and then she said wait i actually don't know how you feeling I, i've never had the opportunity to do any of that 
And for me, that was a, I mean, that made my heart turn because I was like, damn, you know. Um, but again, I, I took that not to be like, woe is her, but I took that to say, okay, now I have to, you know, I'm doing this because my aunts, my uncles who sacrificed so much to get, you know, my parents here so that my parents can do what they've done for me, you know, um, I, I'm doing it for them. I'm, I'm, uh, I'm making them proud. I'm doing all the things that they wish they could have done that they didn't even know was possible. I'm doing all those things. Um, so again, just having those conversations, man, I, I, I got back from Florida and I just felt good. Like I felt rejuvenated. I felt focused. Um, but I mean, for y'all, you know, I'm, I'm a big man of faith. I'm a big man of, um, I pray every day, all day. Um, but, you know, whereas Tarad said, you know, he has his book of devotionals. I, I'm, I don't really read devotionals daily. I read the ones that John posts. But for me, it's, it's you know, um, I, I mean, for people who follow me on Instagram, you see it every morning the motivational speeches that I post or the things that challenge my mind or the things that, you know, make me shift how I'm thinking about a situation. Those to me are my devotionals. Those are things that, you know, I don't post just for the people who respond and say, oh, this is cool. Thank you. No, I'm genuinely posting it because I'm like, if I took something away from it this morning, you know, I'm hoping somebody else can, you know, I, I start my day every day with those and, you know, for me, it's it's all about peace, love, and positivity. Um, because again, I if 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 you know me, you know intimately and personally, you know how how bad stuff was, and it's it's truly just shifting a mindset for me that has made me um, just feel a whole lot better. Um, but yeah, that's a that's my little check in. Yes, sir. Yes, sir. Hurry, man. Appreciate you sharing, my brother. Thanks. Appreciate all y'all boys for sharing, man. Listen, man. Facts. Nah, man. Facts. Last week, God told me this, man. He was like, I was reading my Bible. He's like, it's right. Mm-hmm. It's simple. You're secured. And I was wow. like, wow. Like, Dang, God, like, what you mean? Like, I'm, I'm secured. He was, you know, he took me to the story, man, like, of Noah. And really just showed me some stuff in that story, man. And, about how Noah like got in a boat and like the Bible says like once everybody got in a boat and Noah got in a boat it says the Lord shut him in it didn't say Noah mm. closed the door oh my goodness. said the Lord shut him in mm. I was like man God I highlighted in my Bible so I writing some notes I was like I don't know why they keep sticking out with me Lord and, you know I just kept meditating on it and he was like you know you're you're secured and I was like wow I was like, like why, why God wow. I was like why? Why am I? Sec- why am I secured? And he was like, just, just, just like I shut no wings. Like, I shut you in because you decided to get in the ark. And I was like, mm. okay. It's like, man, God. I was like, <laughs> and he just, he just took me on something, man. I was just meditating on like all week, and that's that's just my word to everybody, man. Like you, you're secured, that's, man. You're secured. That's good. Yeah, that's good. And let me tell you why that speaks to me. So me and Colin last week were focusing on. I don't know. <laughs> we it was good you brought up the boat because we were talking about being angry, right? Yeah, wow. <laughs> and it's so good, bro. It's so good you brought up the boat because 
Sony and we were talk, we, we watched the Michael Todd, you know, the piece of that series, but yeah. The the biggest piece that stuck with me from last week was that there is blessing in the push. Wow. <laughs> God, wow. you're good. So let me the reason the reason why that what you just said <laughs> stuck with me because well it hit me because Noah was he had to push even when nobody else believed in him from the beginning. Sex? Right? His own family was like, oh, I don't know, Noah. You know what I'm saying? Sex. You're talking about a flood coming. You want me to b- help you build this ark? <laughs> God, I thank you. And he had to push. Thanks. <laughs> not only not only for him, but for his family as well. And he was blessed for the push that he went ahead and did. And mm. when I was talking to God last week, you know what I'm saying, through my fasting, that was the one thing that stuck with me that is that there's going to be blessing in the push. So no matter what you got going on right now, John, <laughs> if you continue to push on and and use me as your anchor, man, <laughs> that thing touched my soul. When I tell you it touched my soul. <sighs> my goodness. Oh, yeah, that's good. Nah, man. I, I like how, so so just speaking on that, that's, that's going to tie me into what I was going to ask next, but that that is you know john said he was you know talking with colin Tarod had his message and for me it's funny what what i came across last week um was a, a saying i heard that said there's a reason the rearview mirror is smaller than the windshield wow mm. okay <laughs> he was about to go crazy Okay, and when and you know I was I was looking, and I I was looking and I was thinking and you know I'm like there's so many times and then so there's a reason the rearview mirror is smaller than a windshield, and then I'm sitting and I'm thinking and I'm um you know for me I I love wordplay I love yeah. um articulation that that's my thing I sit in I sit in my apartment and and I. I do my best, almost like spoken word, but not written for me. I'm not like a poet or anything. And I was like, okay, Phil, what are you what are you afraid of? What do you what do you fear? And I wrote down in my notes, I said, to fear is to place limitations on the achievable. To live is to break those limitations and exceed expectations. Wow. And and for Say me it again. Say it one more time. To to fear is to place limitations on the achievable. To live is to break those limitations and exceed expectations. Wow! And wow! For, That's for, good. for me, That's good. for me, I was I was looking in my rearview mirror as if it was my windshield, and it was making me afraid of moving forward mm. because I was spending so much time focusing wow. on what I had been through, the things I was going through, the things that had stopped and limited me in the past, the things oh that had goodness. slowed me down, the things that had you know shackled me to the past etc 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 and i don't know about y'all but if you've ever driven a car trying to look through the the the, the rear view mirror you're gonna crash and wow. yes last week I, I found myself crashing and i came up with this and i said okay to fear i'm placing limitations on the things that i've told myself the things that i've told god the things that i've told my parents the things that i've told my group the things that I've told my grandmother, I'm placing limitations on those things that I've said I would achieve. So I said, okay, hold on, hold on, hold on, hold on. You know, so I adjusted my rearview mirror because of course you need it, you know, to move. 
Mm-hmm. But then I started looking through that larger windshield mirror and I said, okay, it's time to, to break these bad habits and it's time to say thank you for the fears because, you know, the fears make you who you are. But um, essentially to say thank you, I don't need you anymore because because now I'm good. And to y'all's point, you know, I'm anchored by God. I have I have God behind me. You understand what I'm yeah. saying? God, right. yeah. God is my God is my relay partner, you know. Um, so there's nothing I, I need to worry about. And, uh, you know, I, I, I was thinking as well, you know, okay, Phil, how, how do you define success? How do you, um, when will Philip know that, that he's successful? Mm-hmm. And, you know, I was, I was really, I was really looking trying to figure out, okay, is it, is it the car? No. Is it the shoes that I like to buy? No. And, you know, I, one of my, one of my things last week as well was J. Cole saying, you know, happiness is not with the material happiness is, Mm -hmm. you know, in you because you can have everything or there are people who have everything and are still unhappy. So my question to y'all is how do you define success? Um, And I'll say for me, this is again, my own personal definition. I didn't read this or take it from anywhere, but for me, success is when stability meets happiness and comfort. Mm. When when stability meets happiness and comfort, for me, that's when I know I'm successful. So, so how do y'all define mm-hmm. personal success? I'm gonna stick on your uh, <laughs> on your J Cole train, bro. Because yeah. another thing that has stuck out to me last week, uh, I thought about his song called "Love Yours." Yeah, and. Yeah. In that song, man, he just talks about, you know what I'm saying, so many people, you know, are worried about, you know, what other people have better than them. Yep. That you're not even placing thought of what you already have. You know what I'm saying? Mm-hmm. And, and until you appreciate what you got, because there's always going to be somebody out there bad with a nicer car, a better girl, you know what I'm saying, more money yeah, than yeah. you. Yeah. But nice. until you really appreciate, you know what I'm saying, like, what you have in front of you, and that's gonna come tie into what I view success as, man. It really just, to me, my own personal success is me being happy in what I'm actually doing and enjoying it. That's my own personal success for me, um, and and that's not to that's not I'm not that's me not worrying about oh well Phil makes twenty thousand more than me. If I'm happy making my whatever I'm making and doing what I'm doing. To me, that's my that's my success. You know what I'm saying? Like that for me that that I don't, I'm not worried about nobody else. What everybody else has going on. If I'm happy doing what I'm doing and living the life that I'm living, to me, I'm successful. Right. No matter yeah. what societal standards are. That's it. a big fact, bro. That's a big fact, man. I think I think for me, like whenever you know, whenever I used to have like interviews, I would always in the interview. Asking the person interviewing me, how did they define success? And, you know, I feel like over the years, I've got like so many different answers. And it made me, every time I asked a question, it made me reflect more on like how I define success. And, you know, when I look at success and like when I explore to define it, I feel like I can't be, for me, I can't be successful without being in my purpose and mm-hmm. if I, if I got money and I'm stable like for me that's just not enough 
because there's a lot of people that got money and they stable and they're not happy. You know, and so it's like, what is your driving force? Like, every day you get up, like, you know, money can only be a driving force for so long. You know, and so, like, I feel like God really took me on a roller coaster of a life, you know, so far up up in these 24 years, you know, like, experiencing a lot of different things to show me, like, what really mattered in life. And, like, I know money don't matter. I know that material things don't matter. And people come and go, they leave your life. But like what does matter is like your purpose and your impact. And like, that's what I link to success. And so if I'm going to define success, I'm going to say like success is how many people I can positively impact through my purpose. Amen. And that's, that's my focus, man. Like all the time, it doesn't matter how much money like God gives me. If I'm not being a good steward and being intentional with being a blessing to other people yeah. through through me being blessed. It's not fulfilling. So yeah, I can't I can't be successful if I'm not walking to my purpose and it's not affecting people like how it should be. So that's how I define success for me. And I think I think that's good because again, something else that I came across last week is your legacy is not how much money you make or how many things you have; it's how many positive lives you impact. Right, right, right. And I read that, and I was like, "Yo, okay, I need that is my legacy, and and that is how when it's all said and done, I'm I'm gonna be able to look back, or my my kids or those that come after me are gonna be able to look back and be like, okay, he he did it right." That's that's my hope. What about you, Colin? Yeah, I agree with all your boys. I think for me, I had to kind of change my posture. You know, growing up, I used to think that money was the benchmark for success. But like Sarah was saying, um, you know, just walking in my purpose. And, you know, I just think that growing up, you would hear people talk about it's lonely at the top. But, you know, the more, you know, I read the scriptures and the more God speaks to me, I realized the top shouldn't be empty. That no. it should really be filled with all the people that you help get there. So, you know, especially with y'all boys, making sure that y'all get to where God has called y'all to and just this world, making sure you're just winning souls for the kingdom. If I can just win one soul a day, you know, I'm happy. And so my, my heart is happy, you know, winning more souls and turning more people away from the world and back to God. So yeah. Nah, I think um and again, it's 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 crazy um, how we're talking about this, or how how Colin just said it's not supposed to be lonely at the top. This morning, I hit a couple of my homeboys, and I just said, um, you know, I love y'all. You keep grinding, and it's funny. One of them hit me back and was like, "Yo, I'll meet you at the top," and I was like, "Bet we got dinner reservations." And for me, just like Colin said, man, it's not supposed to be lonely. You're not supposed to be there alone, man. You're supposed to have your team with you. You're supposed to have your people with you. All of y'all are supposed to be there to enjoy it. Um, you know, a man that gets there alone is a man that's failed, in my opinion. He's supposed to reach his hand down and pull, pull all his people up so that they all can be there. And they're supposed to pull their people up. You know what I'm saying? There's not just supposed to be one person with everything. Um, 
Thanks. That's true. But no, I think, and I think, I think as well, like I said, and we can jump into, you know, what John wants to talk about unless some other people have other things to talk about. I think these are conversations that need to continue to happen. Um, mm-hmm. I know we do check-ins, but I mean, for everybody who's listening, man, check in on your people, man. Che- genuinely check in on your people. When you say, you know, how are you doing today? And they say, I'm good. Ask them what good means. Don't, you know, too many times, especially, you know, I've seen it in like Southern culture. It's like, hey, how you doing? Oh, I'm good. And before you can even hear the person say I'm good, you've already walked past them. It's, it's you know, habit that you say these things as, you know, just being friendly. Um, genuinely check in on your people, man. Have these conversations. But that's all I have, man. I really just, you know, want to start the conversation, share a little bit about what we do to, to rejuvenate ourselves and you know, just be transparent and vulnerable a little bit. But um, like I said, if y'all don't have anything else, John, you can you can go ahead. Oh, boys, guy, yeah, man. Uh, <clears throat> all hearts and minds clear. All hearts and minds are clear. Yes, sir. All right. Uh, so, my unwise but not unwise thought or conversation for this week man uh, you know we start off the conversations you know talking about privilege and things like that man but i really just wanted to kind of do a quick little dive, dive into that man and just kind of talk about my reason that you know what I'm saying that was able to be possible um and so you know what i'm saying like i said my parents did you know did such a wonderful job have an opportunity to you know, you know, live the life, give me my brother the life that you know what I'm saying they did not have. Uh, especially you know, think about my dad. He uh, one he's the oldest of seven from Orangeburg, South Carolina. And when I was growing up, you know, he would tell me the story of you know how he didn't, they didn't have anything. They lived in a two bedroom shack, and you know it was my grandparents in one room and my dad and his six other siblings in another room. You know. Um, and he was fortunate enough to, you know, grow up in a in a in a a family that you know, like I said, they didn't have much, but what they did have, you know, they were able to share amongst each other and you know go through our life and you know do what they needed to do. And uh, my dad was fortunate enough to be blessed with an an athletic gift. He played uh, football. He was a running back, and he uh, ran track as well. And he was really good at it. And so he was offered scholarships. And so he was fortunate enough to be the first in his family to go to college. And, you know, uh, at Johnson, he went to just attended Johnson C. Smith University in Charlotte, North Carolina, got a degree in business. And uh, from there, he was drafted to the NFL. Like I said, these are all milestones in his family because he's the first to do it. You know, first to, you know, first to go to college, first to graduate from college. Um, And, you know, it, it really used to boggle my mind, you know what I'm saying? Because he worked so hard to give me my, me and my brother a life to where that was normal, you know, for us to go to college and, you know, do mm. what we're doing now. But, you know, hear him tell his story of, you know, how he he didn't ha- he didn't almost have the opportunity to go to college. You know, had it not been for football, he probably would not have, he definitely probably went to, wouldn't, wouldn't have went to college. Um, and, you know, from there, I said the NFL, and then from there he, went ahead and um, 
retired from the NFL because of, you know, the injury and became a police officer in Charlotte. And, you know, from went ahead and he was started preaching um, in Charlotte and, you know, eventually met my mother. You know, they got married. Cool. Me and my brother are here now. And like, but I said all that to say, you know, what I'm saying they worked hard to to give us the life, you know, what I'm saying that they did not have. And I thank God every day that, you know, for him being who he was to me um and i you know i'm using the past tense because i know some of y'all may not have heard this before and this may be your first time listening but my father passed away man when i was 18 uh back in 2016 um and you know that was definitely the hardest time of my life for me personally um even now it still hits me you know what i'm saying to to talk about him and think about him um in a past tense, it really, you know, hits me sometimes that I have to scroll back up five years worth of pictures in my phone to, you know, look at a picture of him, you know, uh, stuff like that. You know what I'm saying? It's just, it, it just hits different. But I, I'm so grateful for the life that he did live in front of me, teaching me to be the man that I am today. Um, so oftentimes I think back to the things that he did when I was a kid, teach me how to pay bills, teach me how to drive, teach me how to do things that he was preparing me for that I didn't even know because he wasn't going to be here to, to teach me and, and have certain, tell me certain things. I have certain conversations with me. Um, and uh, it really just speaks to the character and to the honorable man that he was and still is in my mind uh, because he'll never die to me. Because I'm gonna, I'm gonna keep his legacy alive as long as I live. You know, tell people about him. Anybody that will listen and tell them the, who he was, uh, and, and what he is still did for me years after he was gone off of this earth physically. Um, and the reason that I'm bringing all this up now is because tomorrow on February 25th um, would have been his birthday. He would have been 68 tomorrow, and so I wanted to do a, a tribute to him during our, throughout this time right here, man. Uh, just to just to say thank you, thank you for all that you did, all that you're doing, and uh, all that you taught me that I'll, that I'll never forget. Um, I love you, pops. Uh, you're gone off this earth physically, but you're never gone from my my mind and spirit. Uh, I appreciate y'all boys giving me this time, man. No more. I, I'm, I'm gonna go ahead and shut it down. And uh, love y'all boys, man. <clears throat> nah, I appreciate that, man. And and happy, I know it's tomorrow, but happy birthday to the OG, man. Thanks. Happy birthday to Pop. Um, yeah, man, I know we always laugh and are joking, but it is still very important to have, you know, vulnerable conversations. And we, we were all comfortable enough to share it on the podcast to hopefully, you know what I'm saying? Mental health is important, man. I, I know I'm talking a lot, but this is just something that's near and dear to my heart because I'm someone that suffers and, and struggles. Um, have these conversations, man. Be vulnerable with your circle. If you can't be vulnerable with your circle, your circle don't need to be your circle. Um, yeah. yeah. And I mean, I'm, I'm going to leave it with one thing and then we can close out for real. Um, you know, rest in peace to, to Peter Danbridge. He is, uh, so my junior year of undergrad, I, I worked on a project with a nonprofit, um, Facebook, et cetera, et cetera. That's not important. But Peter Danbridge was one of the, the big organizers, the logistics guy for our group, man. Anything that we needed organized, he did it. Um, he was really a key role in it being successful and in me jumping off a lot of the things that I'm doing. 
But I say all that to say um, a year later from that, I got an email from another person in the team. And, you know, they informed us that that, you know, Peter had, had passed away. Um, and of course, we sent our condolences. And the last thing in that email was a picture of Peter's desk. And it was, you know, where where all the magic happened, where he supported all of us, where he did all the work. And on the right side of, of his of his little area was a, a picture um, not really a picture, like a, a poster that he had taped on his cubicle wall or whatever you want to call it. And I'll never forget it. It said, um, everyone you meet is fighting a battle you know nothing about. Be kind, always. Um, and that that has stuck with me all of this time because, you know, like you said, everyone you meet is fighting something, whether they show it or not. So so always choose to be kind. Um, and yeah, I'm going to leave it at that, man. Peace, love, and positivity. If y'all boys don't have anything else, we can definitely close it out. Um, John, you'd always do it the best, so go ahead. Yeah, man, if our hearts and minds are clear um, to the one who is able to keep us from falling, we we do thank you all for tuning in this week to the Four Unwise Men podcast um, and tuning in every week. We appreciate the faithful listeners. Um, tell your friends, tell your family, man, tune in. As you can tell, man, we, we're genuine guys. We're authentic. We're here to give you our good content. We appreciate the support. We appreciate the love. And we always reciprocate that. Um, we, we're still here. We're still working. We're still grinding. And uh, we'll be back next week. And we got to that. Much love and peace, man. I'll let y'all know. Peace, love, and positivity.